Welcome! <laughs> very, very excited that you are here and we are going to jump straight in. Today, we're talking about how to keep your mind positive. And this is a really big topic for me because I don't know about you, but when I'm going through a lot and I am obsessing over something, that thing plays in my mind over and over and over again. And it doesn't matter what I try to do to think about something positive, to think about other things. It's like this endless loop that my mind keeps playing of the very thing that I don't want to think about. And so I don't know if you can relate to that, but that is where I found myself in the last few weeks. I was like, okay, I'm obsessing over all of these things. And, you know, I can be a big worrier and I really have to depend on the scriptures to help me not worry. I always think of Matthew 6, 33. Well, Matthew 6, 25, it says, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you wear, what you'll drink. And then it talks, the whole passage talks about faith and how God will provide everything we need. And in Matthew 6, 33, it says, but seek first the kingdom and his righteousness and he will provide everything you need. And so I have to go to that scripture a lot because I do worry. But even going to that scripture, it had kind of, for me, lost its sparkle because I go to it so often and I'm like, okay, I know that I'm not supposed to be worrying. I know that I'm not supposed to, like, I need to have the faith. I'm not supposed to be obsessing over these thoughts that I can't control. But how? (laughs) What is the how? How do I keep my mind from replaying the very subject and the very thing or the very person or the very situation that I do not want to think about? How do I set my mind on other things? How do I free my mind from this endless loop of just trash thoughts, (laughs) you know? And so I started to kind of experiment and I found this one scripture and then I'm going to tell you like how I really have come to be able to control my thoughts. And the scripture is Philippians 4 verse 8. And we've talked about Philippians 4 4 before, (laughs) Four, four before. (laughs) We've talked about the scriptures before this before because it's about prayer. And if you start in verse six, it says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So verses six and seven are super key. And this is the cure for anxiety. Like when we are feeling anxious, when we are worrying about things, when we are feeling this way, this is the cure that the Bible says. It says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation with prayer, petition, and thanksgiving, present your request to God. So if we're feeling anxious, we definitely need to pray more. Okay, check. How do we control our thoughts? How do we keep our mind positive? Well, in verse eight, it continues. It says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And I'm like, wow, okay. So that is another practical that we can really apply. And it's something that we can actually do. The Bible is like, think on such things. And it gives us a list of things to think about. 
And so I read this scripture and I'm thinking, okay, whatever is true. Okay. So is what I'm thinking about true or is it a fear? A lot of times what I'm thinking about isn't really true yet. It's just a fear or a future fear. And I'm like, okay, so why am I thinking about it? Let me not think about that. Whatever is noble. So whatever is like good and elite and whatever is noble and and godlike, am I thinking about that? You know, I think of nobility, like, you know, stand up, (laughs) whatever is right. So again, am I thinking about the right things or am I thinking about what is wrong in my life and what I don't have and what I'm struggling with and all of these things? Am I thinking about the wrongs that I feel other people have done? Am I thinking about the wrongs that I have done? Or am I thinking about the right things that other people have done and that I have done and that are going on in my life? What am I thinking about here? Whatever is pure. This is key because a lot of times our minds can get caught in this cycle of impurity and impure thoughts, not thinking well of people, not thinking well of ourselves, not thinking well of God, right? And so for us, setting your mind on what is pure, whatever is lovely, um, I love beautiful things. So I'm like, yes, whatever is lovely. Let me think on those. <laughs> Let me think about those things. Whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. Again, in thinking about other people, am I thinking about their negative qualities? Am I thinking about how they wronged me? Or am I thinking about the admirable things that they have done or about them? Am I thinking about the admirable people in my life instead of the ones that are not maybe not so admirable? Am I thinking about the admirable things that I have done? Or am I beating myself up for what I feel is um, a negative thing about me? And so for us, we need to think on those things. And then it says, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. So I started thinking about this list, right? And I'm like, what do all of these things have in common? And I'm like, okay, you know what? God is all of these things. And God is all of these things completely. God is all of these things completely. There's other things that may be pure partly. There are things that may be partially true, partially noble, partially excellent, partially lovely, partially admirable. But God is all of these things completely, totally holy. And so for us, I was like, oh, I can think about God and it will fulfill this scripture. So one of the things that I started to do, those of you who know, you know, I took a little break from social media. It was three weeks long and I was just fighting some things out with God. (laughs) And during that time, I found myself in a lot of negative thought spirals where my mind would just not let me go. And I was just like, ah, I can't get these negative thoughts out of my mind. And so one of the things I started doing was writing down scriptures about God so that I can memorize and meditate on them. Because the Bible says, think on such things, right? And so I'm going to think on those things and God fulfills all of those requirements. Then if I think on God, then it should turn my mind to those things. So this is the way that I'm thinking, right? So I wrote down note cards 
um, scriptures on note cards. And I started in the book of Revelation because Revelation can be a kind of scary book, but there are a lot of instances in Revelation where the angels are worshiping God because it's a vision of heaven and it's all of the things that are going on in heaven and in the last days. And so I was like, okay, if these words are good enough for the angels to say to God over and over and over again, then maybe I should say them over and over and over again, right? (laughs) And so that's how I came to pick these scriptures. And the first two scriptures that I selected were Revelation 4 verse 8, and verse 11. And again, I wrote them on note cards and Revelation 4 verse 8 says, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God almighty who was and is and is to come. And there's a song, there's a, it's called the Revelation song and it says a lot of these verses and I absolutely love that song. But this scripture, it's just something powerful about saying these words. And so I started to repeat it. And then I added the scripture in verse 11 because it's as well, the angels continuing to say this to God over and over and over again. It says, you are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things and by your will they were created and have their being. It says you are worthy, our Lord and God, but I crossed out our and I put my, I personalized it. So when I repeat this, I say, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. You are worthy, my Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things and by your will they were created and have their being. Right. And I just started repeating this over and over and over and over again. So whenever I would get an intrusive thought into my head that I didn't want to think of, I would immediately say, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. And I am not somebody (laughs) who's just like, oh, well, I just did this and it totally worked. Like, I'm not going to say it works unless it does, unless it does. Like, I'm not just, I don't, I'm not a very ritualistic person. Usually I don't jump on trends or fads or anything like that, but this really helped me. This really helped me. And it got to the point where, you know, obviously we are used to a lot of times we're used to allowing our mind to run away with negative thoughts. And so sometimes I would just catch myself in this negative thought process and then Right in the middle of it, I'd be like, oh, no, I'm doing it again. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. And it's kind of like a reset button on your mind. You reset your mind on God, which is who is all of the things that were in Philippians 4.8. As far as he is noble, he is pure, he is right, he is um, excellent, he is praiseworthy. It says, think on such things. It resets your mind to God. And so I, it blew me away. And from then on, I actually start my days and my quiet times on my knees, face down, repeating these two scriptures to God. And that's how I've started to start my days. Why? Because I want to set my mind on God from the very, very beginning, setting my mind where it should be and being intentional about that. Those are two scriptures that I use. 
the next scripture. So I wrote down several scriptures that helped me. Uh, my next favorite scripture is Revelations 1 verse 5 and 6. And it says, to him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood and has made us to be a kingdom and priest to serve his God and father, to him be glory and power forever and ever. Amen. And so this, again, this is a scripture that I can repeat over and over and over again to set my mind on what is positive, to set my mind on God when my thoughts are running away with me and I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to stop thinking about this. You know, I want to stop thinking about whatever I'm thinking about. I can reset my mind on God, on what is good, noble, positive, praiseworthy, excellent, admirable, right? And so Revelation 1, 5, and 6, and it's really cool because you can pick your favorites and then you can combine them. So a lot of times I will combine Revelation 4, verse 8, verse 11, and then go back and combine verse one, five, and six. So it'll be holy, holy, holy is the Lord God almighty who was and is and is to come. You are worthy, my Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things and by your will, they were created and have your being, have their being to him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood and has made us to be a kingdom and priest to serve his God and father to him be glory and power forever and ever. Amen. Right. And so you're just like, you're memorizing these scriptures and repeating it over and over and over again. And when you repeat it, there is literally no way that you cannot think about God because you have to focus on what you're saying. And again, this is, I want to say it's like magic. <laughs> It's like, wow, God, this is totally what you intended for us to do. You know, the Bible does say meditate on scripture, meditate on what's good. And so it's it's that reset button. Revelation 5 verse 13, it says to him who sits on the throne and to the lamb be praise and honor and glory and power forever and ever. Amen. Revelation 5 verse 12, it says, Worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. Do you view God as that? That's the other thing is when you say this over and over and over again, you're like, okay, do am I viewing God like this? Am I looking at God as worthy of all of these things? Am I looking at these characteristics in God? A lot of times when we're struggling, it's because we are viewing God in a way that God is not. You know, sometimes I can get mad at God for what's going on in my life. I'm like, you told me this life was going to be awesome. And I'm over here struggling, bruh. Like, what the heck? And he's like, yeah, but I'm still awesome. <laughs> right? He's like, okay, I, I hear you, but I'm still that dude, you know? And so when we repeat these scriptures, it it not only sets our mind back on God, but it sets our mind back on who God really is instead of who we may be feeling like he is at that time. Revelation 19 verse 1 and 2 and four says, hallelujah, salvation and glory and power belong to our God for true and just are his judgments. Amen. Hallelujah. This is awesome to repeat when you don't necessarily feel like a judgment of God is correct. <laughs> you know, there was a point in the last three weeks where I was like, bruh, I don't agree with you. 
I don't agree with you. I don't agree with how you're choosing to go about this. I don't agree with how you're choosing to teach me this lesson. I don't agree with where you have me. I don't appreciate it, (laughs) right? And I had to remind myself, number one, God is God and I am not. Okay, you don't agree with him. So you didn't create the universe, (laughs) right? You didn't create the universe and God did. So sorry you don't agree with him, but he doesn't need you to agree, you know, and that's another thing. That's the next thing. My pastor, Corey, says it all the time. He says, God doesn't need you to agree with him. He's God. He expects you to obey him even when you don't agree with him. And I got to that point where it was like, OK, God, I don't I don't necessarily agree with you on this with uh, with how you're doing this. I don't appreciate it. But in the long run, You are God and I have to trust that your way is best (laughs) and I have to believe your scriptures when they say that you're working all things together for the good of those who love you, which is me. And so whatever way you're doing it is working for my good. And I have to believe that salvation and glory and power belong to you and true and just are your judgments. So because I need to believe that right now, I need to reset my mind on you being that I'm going to repeat this scripture over and over and over again so that I can reset my mind on what is true, reset my mind on what is true about God and about my situation. And so that's why I think that's why this works is because it's just the way to focus our our minds on God. And fight against those intrusive thoughts that continue to try to take over our minds. Another scripture is Revelation 7 verse 12. It says, amen, praise and glory and wisdom and thanks and honor and power and strength be to our God forever and ever. Amen. One of the things I love about these worship scriptures is if I was writing this just as a phrase, I would put commas in between all of these things that belong to God, right? I would put a comma that says praise, glory, wisdom, thanks, honor, power, and strength be to our God. But the Bible doesn't do that. The Bible puts ands. And so it's almost like it forces each one, each word, each thing that belongs to God, it forces it to stand on its own. Praise and glory and wisdom and thanks, and honor, and power, and strength be to our God forever and ever. Amen. And I love that because it really individualizes each word and has you thinking about, wow, each of these things individually on its own belong to our God. So I absolutely love that. And next scripture, Revelations 15, verse three, it says, great and marvelous are your deeds, Lord God almighty, just and true are your ways, king of the nations. Again, another reminder that just and true are God's ways, even when we don't agree with them. Revelation 16, verse seven, yes, Lord God almighty, true and just are your judgments. I also love that it continues to repeat, Lord God Almighty, Lord God Almighty, Lord God Almighty. Why? Because that's who he is. And we need to be reminded of who he is (laughs) a lot, especially when we are 
feeling a lot and thinking a lot, not necessarily when they're positive. A couple other scriptures, three actually, Revelation 11 verse 15, it says, the kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Messiah, and he will reign forever and ever. Again, setting our minds on eternity. Uh, reminding ourselves that God will reign forever and ever and ever and repeating that so that we remind ourselves and so that we reset our minds. Revelation 11, verse 17, it says, We give thanks to you, Lord God Almighty, the one who is and who was, because you have taken your great power and have begun to reign. I love this one. It's talking about the the last days when God establishes his kingdom on earth and, and comes and, you know, his wrath and all of that. But at the end of the day, it's like, you have you have finally asserted your power. And sometimes we can get so caught up in our own power that we forget that we serve the God of the universe. And so what repeating this scripture over and over and over in your mind and even out loud, what it does is it resets your mind on what is true instead of allowing it to run away with you in a negative way. Last scripture in verse uh, Revelation, verse 19, uh, five through seven, chapter 19, verse five through seven. It says, praise our God, all you, his servants, you who fear him, both great and small. Hallelujah. For our Lord God almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory. I love this scripture. It's powerful. Um, Obviously, you can see by the one that I memorized, uh, my favorite scripture of all of these is Revelations 4, verse 8 and verse 11. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. You are worthy, my Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things and by your will they are created and have their being. That one I don't know. It just brings peace to my spirit. It brings silence to my mind. (laughs) And again, it sets my mind back on where it needs to be instead of this, this cycle of negative thoughts or obsessive thoughts or anxious thoughts. And so I want to really encourage you to write these scriptures down and go over and repeat them over and memorize your favorites so that you can fight with these scriptures in your mind. And so, yeah, just I wanted to pass that on because it is really, really helped me, really helped me. And what's cool in the very beginning of Revelation, uh, Revelation one, I think it's verse two or verse three. This is in the very beginning of Revelation. It says, whoever reads the words of this scroll out loud will be blessed. And when I read that, I was like, oh my gosh. So I need to start reading these out loud. So what I did for my quiet times after I read that was I read the whole book of Revelation out loud. Instead, I don't usually read my quiet times out loud. I usually read the scriptures, you know, just read them. But after reading that in the very beginning of Revelation, I read the entire book out loud for my quiet times. And that's why all of these first scriptures I picked were in Revelation or are in Revelation because It's like you're reading, you're continuing to repeat that book out loud and it says whoever does that will be blessed. Now, of course, they're they're talking about, you know, the public reading of scripture and how they used to pass the letters around and read them out loud in front of the churches uh, and, and share them. But still, the Bible says what it says. And so if I'm going to, I I still that still applies. (laughs) So if I'm gonna read it out loud, it's still uh, it's still gonna bless me. And so yeah, if you 
have been struggling with negative thoughts, if you've been letting your mind run away with you, I want to encourage you to really take this reset, to write down scriptures that can reset your mind on God, which is the only thing that is completely excellent and praiseworthy and noble and true and admirable and lovely, all of these things. He's the only one that is all of those things holy. And so I want to encourage you to do that. Um, And let me know how it goes because it is really, really helped me. So that is our lesson for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate you. Again, have a great day. It's always great to be able to share this time with you. And I look forward to next time. Talk to you soon. Bye.